Yeah. I don't know if you can, but can you get an order for ONS? That's O-N-S Junior Market. The address is 1934 East Anaheim. All the windows are busted out, and it's like a free-for-all here, and the uh, owner should be able to come down here and see if he can secure his business if he wants to. of 2020 and it's really just an overall tragic awful thing there's nothing I can talk about or say that'll be any different or more profound than what people are listening to or watching but you know I've already covered a riot even though it was an old riot from way back in the 40s as an episode even did a little bit of riot music to go with it. And then I did another episode on, on the modern Babylon and a little bit of history on the ancient Babylon, which if you didn't listen, Babylon in modern times is, is considered the removal of nature and native living in big cities, if that makes sense to you. And what we have going on here in late May of the year 2020 are warranted protests and unwarranted looting, rioting, and arson. And this is going, it started in Mill. Milwaukee? Uh oh. It's in Minnesota. <laughs> Holy cow. The city across from St. Paul. That's got to be Milwaukee. But it's not up now because they're showing protesters in Atlanta who mobbed the CNN building, which is headquartered in Atlanta, and broke in. Minneapolis is the uh, center. Minneapolis, Minnesota, which is a northern state. And this all stems from a bad cop abusing and killing a citizen who wasn't resisting. And for whatever reason, they really hadn't gotten into why he was arrested and detained. But the cop just put his knee down on this man's neck until the man wasn't breathing and kept it there. And this was three, four days ago. And the mayor of Minneapolis and the governor of Minnesota did nothing. And I'm not talking about, you know, repercussions for the murder or the killing of uh, George Floyd. But he's dead and he's gone. And it pissed a lot of people off. And rightfully so. And had the four policemen that were there 
and especially the the policeman leaning, kneeling with his knee on this man's neck. And if you're listening to this, certainly you've been watching all this stuff. I mean, America's cities are angry and on fire right now. It's like it's like the uh, Watts. It's like the Martin Luther King riots or the uh, Rodney King riots. I'm surprised this guy's name wasn't King. That seems to precurse a lot of riots. You know, there's not much light I can make of any of this unless I sidebar into the uh, looters and the idiocy and the moronism of these looters. We'll wade through this somehow. Back to the Minneapolis authorities. If they'd have just detained that cop and arrested him and charged him with murder and manslaughter the next day, even though it usually never happens that fast, or even the day after that, it wasn't until three days later that they charged that one policeman with third-degree murder and manslaughter. But it was too late. The people had hit the streets in Minneapolis and the authorities, the mayor and the governor decided to not defend the city, defend the property of the citizens and their businesses and their homes and after three, and this was just after two nights of rioting, where protests turned to riots once the sun went down. You know, over 150, 160 buildings have been burned. They abandoned Precinct 3 in Minneapolis where this happened, this, this awful killing, and just boarded it up and left it and the police and any other troops or National Guard that was called up but not deployed, backed out, backed away, no firefighters, no nothing. And they just, Minneapolis and uh, Minnesota are just letting the people wreak havoc on downtown Minneapolis. And there are so many business owners who are minorities themselves. Think of the inner cities of these big cities around America. Almost all of them are run by Democrats. I'm not, I'm not gonna get political and take sides, I'm just gonna talk facts. And if you don't like it, you don't like it, I don't care. But the facts are the facts, that's why we are too true to lie. We being me and my dog over here. He's my number two, he just can't talk. I have a mute. That's, see, I work with special people. But the mayor goes on TV and says they're doing everything they can do. They're not doing anything. And the people are, are gone crazy. It's a, a good example of what's going on in these cities in a microcosm setting would be a high school with no teachers and no principal and no coaches. If they were to all just step away and go outside the gates and fences and off the property and watch from afar and just leave all the students to do whatever they wanted to the place. And the students realize, hey, there's no authority here. We can trash the place. We can do whatever we want. That's what's going on in Minneapolis, except they're burning the place down. And Minnesota's letting them do it. And what kind of precedent is that set after two nights of riots? A riot nearly started and took off in Atlanta, which has never rioted, even after the King, Rodney King murder. They were the bastion of peace and the beacon of African-American success. That's Atlanta. 
Atlanta, Georgia, and we're in the South. That's in the South. The South was the opposite of all that in past history way back. A civil war was fought because of that, because of slavery. That might be why the South is the best place now for African Americans. Because we've accepted that our ancestors were mistaken, if not awful people. And we know how to be better. And we practice it, preach it, and do it. I live in an 80% black town. And when I'm in a store, I'm usually the only white person, if not one of 10, one out of 10, white to black people. And no one even bats an eye at me. No one says anything mean. No one gives me a bad look. People are friendly. People are sweet. Maybe it's because I'm a redhead, though. I've heard that black women really like redheaded people for some reason. I guess because we're the bastard stepchild of Caucasians. Or maybe they, they know about how the Irish were indentured servants and slaves in a minor scale in past history. Although I doubt many people know that. And I'm not Irish or of Irish descent. But let's jump to where these rightful protests of police abuse, where if you boil it down, it's a bad cop doing a bad thing and he is gonna get justice served. But it's not enough for all these people. And, and the old saying goes that the less you have to lose, the more you have to say. And the more you will risk. And so all these inner city people, and they're not all black. I mean, Minnesota, come on. Minnesota is not a black state. It is majority a white state. Now the inner cities have more black people. And there's nothing wrong with that. And if you look in these, you know, I'm watching the news, I'm, and I watch more than one news channel. I don't watch just one news channel. I flip through them. I like to turn the volume down and just watch what the people are doing. But the protests of police abuse have been lost in what is now anarchy. Total anarchy. And it's fueled by ignorance, naivety, and bad information given to them from some of our leaders. And if you watch the news, it's Democrats. Democrat leaders fuel this, they want this. And, and you watch the news, you watch CNN, and you watch MSNBC. And they fuel this. They want this. And if it's all the ends justify the means to make the president look bad because mainstream DC, what some people call the deep state or the beltway, the inner beltway or the swamp, you know, President Trump is cleaning all that up. And that's what Main Street America wants. They're tired. We are tired of the uh, good old boy inside politics BS, bullshit. I'm gonna make this a uh, explicit episode. Sitting here watching split screen Rioting, Minneapolis, Washington, D.C. You got several hundred protesters on Pennsylvania Avenue throwing bricks and water bottles 
at security detail and riot gear. And two of the guards have been hit in the head and are hurt. And yet they haven't arrested anybody. They haven't batoned anybody. They haven't rubber bulleted anybody. And as soon as that first brick hit somebody, they should have. But because it's in front of the White House and we've got a, what I would call a libertarian Republican conservative for sure, president in the White House, who has who built up one of the strongest economies in the history of this country. And then another thing that's really, I think, fueled all all this massive response of anarchy is we've been two months into the uh, coronavirus lockdown. You know, we're just now getting open back up. Businesses are open, restaurants are opening. Our little league baseball schedule is about to come out. We're going to get the kids are going to get to play ball. Finally, I mean it's going to be June. Usually it starts in late March, early April. People have been locked down. People have been in their homes, haven't been able to work, living off their savings, and going stir crazy. And then, just as we're pulling out of that, something bad happens. And it's like setting a match to the dry hills of California. Boom. Wildfire. And so now, Minneapolis, downtown, will not recover for 10, maybe 20 years. People have lost everything in their businesses. People have lost their jobs. The looters, the rioters, the arsonists don't care. They're anarchists. People are, people are mad and nothing's happened to them. People are going crazy, but nothing's happened to them. One bad cop did a really bad thing to another man and the man lost his life. If you took the identities away, that stuff happens around this world thousand times a day. But this was on tape. Someone videoed it. They're all bad. And we know they're all bad. The entire country, 99.9% .9 of the country, is on the same side of this event this awful occurrence where a policeman killed a black man. Was it because he was black that he did it? We don't know. But it gets racial because he was black. Why does everything have to get racial if black people are involved? I don't understand that. But I'm not a racist, so maybe I'd... Maybe it's good that I can't fathom racism. I can just identify it. But can I? I mean, that guy might have... What if he had a, a drunk Mexican on the ground? Or an Asian? Or, or a crackhead, a white crackhead or a meth guy? And he did the same thing. None of this would be happening. Dallas has people in the streets now. San Jose, California, Los Angeles have people in the streets. Cincinnati has people in the streets. Minneapolis is smoke-filled, burning city. It's just spreading. They went from District 3 to Precinct 5. And there's no policemen. There's no National Guard. There's no armed forces. There's no fire department. There's nothing. But people running rampant. It's anarchy. It's what they want. It's what they got. And it seems like all this is happening in Democrat cities, typically in Democrat states under Democrat leadership. The senator who was a candidate to be Joe Biden's vice president, he's looking for a female 
Many people want a African-American female to be, to be the vice presidential candidate. He's waffling around, doesn't know, not giving up. I mean, the election is not that far off. He didn't have a running mate yet. He doesn't have a snowball's chance in hell because he's a doddering head case who doesn't know where he is half the time. It's just sad but true. Thad Cochran, a Republican in the Senate from Mississippi, was the same thing the last few years of his uh, uh, seat. He, they said he sometimes didn't know where he was. He was just a smiling handshaker, and his handlers helped him do his job. I don't know where he is now. He might be dead. He might just be in a home, in his home in a rocking chair, drooling on his tie. But the senator from Minnesota was the DA, the district attorney in Minneapolis. And that cop who killed that man had been before her on possible charges 10 or 18 times. Two times is too many if you're a policeman. Over a dozen times, let's just say over a dozen times, this guy at best was under investigation for questionable behavior. I think 18 is the amount of times that he was, he had a poor conduct while in duty. And he's still out there on the job. He should have been yanked. She didn't file charges once against him. Now she's senator. Her career may be over. Good. The mayor of Minneapolis did nothing. He's done. The police chief has resigned. Minnesota may turn into a red state because of all this. Because people are going to be like, well, we all our leaders were Democrats. And Minneapolis is smoldering still and everybody has lost their jobs and all this revenue and people are leaving maybe we need to vote in the other side because look at texas or look at georgia or look at florida or look at tennessee these states are successful and they don't have riots interesting People need to drop the ingrained mindset that they need to vote a certain way. They need to step back and check it and see whose economics work best. I, I know this sounds political, but if you're a Democrat, you gotta really think hard about why you're a Democrat and look at where a Democrat has been successful in economics, in race relations, you know, across the board. And, you know, look at the debt that California and New York has. We're not even talking about riots anymore. We're talking about failed states and, and failed cities and they're run by Democrats. I'm not saying Republicans are perfect, but their economics are way better. And their policies are more friendly, more free enterprise, more prosperous. It's a fact. But let's get off that. Let's get off politics. Because I'm not into politics, man. I, I vote economics. Because economics means everything. Economics means jobs, means money, means happiness, means less crime, means safer neighborhoods and cities. And I mean, it's just, the, the facts are out there to see. Social issues shouldn't be a government thing. They should be Government's about economics and safety. So anyway, we're watching these riots. We're gonna change gears. How much time have I busted into this nog? Wow, 23 minutes.
So that there's no one on the streets of Minneapolis except anarchists. They were cameramen were watching people loot a huge liquor store. Chicago Lake Liquors, I think is what it was called. And men were walking out with three cases of beer stacked one upon the other, trying not to drop them right in front of the camera, but everybody has Corona masks on. And they're, you know, some people are pulling up in cars, loading up liquor. Why no one's vandalizing or stealing their cars beyond me? You can do whatever you want. They're loading up their cars with liquor. There were women stealing boxes of wine. Boxes, not a box. Boxes, multiple boxes of wine. And they're driving off. There was a handicapped person on a little scooter with a basket who went into the <laughs> he went into the liquor store and loaded up his basket with liquor and scooted on out. I saw another guy who looked like he had muscular dystrophy or something when the uh, journalists were had their cameras and they were out back of a office depot or or a uh, pharmacy like a like a Walgreens or something I can't remember. No, it was a Dollar Tree, and this guy. It took all he had to walk, and his arms were bent and crooked, and his legs and knees were bent, and his spine was arched, and he was just trying to make his way. I don't know how he, I, I think he was coming out of the building. He never saw him before. He just came walking out of the building. He's roaming around the riot. It's the, weird, it's the weirdest stuff you'll ever see. It makes for the best television, yet it's the most awful thing that you can see in your country is a city letting its people burn itself down. <laughs> One of these reporters, I think he was for Fox, young guy, he was he had been a Marine Reserve guy, got shot by a rubber bullet in his in the side on the right front center of his stomach, and it left a silver dollar side red blotch where it hit him. And he, he just smiled when they said, oh, that looks awful, looks like it hurt. He goes, well, I'm just glad it didn't hit me in the face. <laughs> me too, dude. I'd be glad too. It could hit me anywhere but the Jimmy or the face, and I'd be fine. I'd be happy it was a rubber bullet or a bean bag and not a bullet bullet. Because that will tear you up. And he was just to the side out of the way. Let's go back to the analogy of a high school with no authority in it. You got people walking around with their arms in the air. You, you, flipping off the camera, walking, walking behind everybody, flip off the camera, getting in the face of reporters, just acting a fool. And, you know, this ain't got nothing to do with the killing of George Floyd. They're partying. These people are in the streets partying. Another thing that's going on with these riots is there's lots of fireworks. Where are all these fireworks coming from? It's not even the end of June. And people have fireworks everywhere. Not just, not just in Minneapolis, but they have them in DC. Fireworks. It's so weird. People run around drinking big silos of beer. There are kids, there are teenagers whose parents do or don't know their kids are out running around. You know, people have been shot. Where do people get shot? A cop the next day got shot in North Dakota, got ambushed and killed. Louisville, Louisville Kentucky, five people got shot. I don't think anyone died. I think someone got shot and killed on the side of the highway or, or a main road in Minneapolis or it might have been somewhere else. They're riding in Brooklyn, but that looks like they've got that under control. They were trying to storm a police precinct and they stopped that. 
Dallas has it under control. Houston has it under control. Atlanta's got it back under control. I mean, if it's like, I mean, I, I, it just keeps coming back to Democrats. They're in the streets. They're tearing up their own cities. Their leaders, some aren't doing anything about it. Some are letting them do what they're doing. Mainly, that's Minneapolis. Minnesota has been failed by its leaders, and they'll all, they're all on their way out. D.C., the little thing going on at the White House, There is not a ounce of anything that a Republican could be blamed for for any of this shit. They're protesting the White House. The president came out right away caught, saying this that was awful. It was disgusting. I cannot believe I, I, that happened and I had to watch it. We're calling for an investigation. We're going to get to the bottom of this. He did it immediately, faster than anyone's ever done it. Faster than Minnesota did it. And they're there blaming him. And CNN anchors and MSNBC anchors are saying he's the reason blacks are being persecuted by policemen. No. Hollywood actors and these elitists are fan of the flame saying these people have the right to riot. This is a proper reaction. No. People are having their businesses burnt to the ground. And they didn't have anything to do with it. They need police to protect their businesses, but they're not there. It's just nuts. Here in Mississippi, they had a little bitty they had tens of people in downtown Jackson protesting. They protested. Good. Um, another aspect of this stuff about these anarchists is it's planned. You've got Antifa. You know they're, you know, riots three days later. Who are the instigators? Punks, thugs. Antifa, you know, the, it, Antifa are professional riot causers. They, they get in the midst of all this stuff and get people built up. And then, boom, violence, fire, looting. All they got to do is spark it. And then when does break? You know, I, I'm just amazed the death toll from all this insanity is so low. You know, as far as I know, maybe eight people shot, one person dead. None of it having to do with police. That was one person dead and one person charged with third degree murder and manslaughter. And the other three officers that were there who all the protesters want arrested will probably be arrested because Minneapolis will just continue to burn because they ain't going to do anything about it, the authorities. They're going to let it go. It's burning right now. It's midnight. There's a store right there burning bright. Flames in the sky, smoke from all around. But you know, some people live for this. Some people live for this anarchy where you get out and do whatever you want. It's young people. It's teenagers, 20-somethings, 30-somethings. Um, you know, people with nothing to lose and everything to gain, like stolen shit. Get your TV. Get your free liquor. You know, people broke into a cell phone store and all the cell phones were stolen how are they going to activate those phones 
And when they do, ping, you've been pinged. We know you stole that phone. Technology, baby. Minneapolis probably won't prosecute any of this, any of this stuff though. They're letting their city burn. It's unbelievable. It's it. 2020 has been one shit year, man. You got COVID is blowing, blowing everything apart. No sports. People out of work. People dying. Yep. I'm sitting here watching this fire, watching these reporters. These guys are brave. I guarantee you the Fox reporters don't have Fox on their uh, cameras or on their uh, microphones. Or they'd all be getting beat down. There was one reporter, they said, got punched multiple times by some guy who was trying to take the reporter's microphone. The reporter shoved him off. And these reporters have security with them. They have some badass-looking dudes with them. And the reporter shoved this guy away from him, and the guy just started punching him. Boom, 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 before the security could get him off. So these reporters, man, they're, they're risking it too. But everybody going out there is risking it. You never know when a stray bullet's going to take you down. Or you get too close to a fire, and you light up. Because these people ain't smart. Gosh, there's got to be more I want to get into on this. You know, I should have taken notes while watching this insanity. You know, riot, riot, riot. If people were just looking for an excuse to get out and go crazy and then pin up, it's just like a perfect storm, right? Y'all think it's a perfect storm? You know, the COVID lockdown... Um, poor people with nothing to lose in, their inner, in the inner cities they're getting profiled by the police often or being at, you know probably most likely paranoid of being profiled by police because everybody knows 90% of the policemen are good good people that will protect you and lay down their life for you or me To, to protect us from criminals which are filling the streets wanting to riot. You know, all these other protesters walking the streets of these other cities want to bust a window so bad and get it started. They want, to, they want that feeling that they see in Minneapolis. They see Minneapolis burning and these people walking around flipping everybody off Everybody's got their phone in the air, video and all this stuff. Everybody. People stealing liquor. And clothes. And TVs. Bicycles. All kinds of things. Whatever there is to take is getting taken. Stupid stuff. Getting taken. People are probably stealing weaves. People are probably stealing uh, makeup. People are in there stealing. You know, what's funny is when they steal stuff that's not going to last. You steal liquor, and then a week later, you're out of liquor. Wow, I wish I'd have stolen something. I could have kept using. But back to these people walking the streets of Atlanta, walking the streets of Dallas or Los Angeles. You think they want to pop a window? and go in there and get some free stuff. I mean, the killing of George Floyd's an excuse now. George Floyd's family doesn't want any of this going on. They said George Floyd would be shocked if this stuff went on because of this. He would hate it. He was trying to be a reformed man. I don't know much about his past. I do know that I read that the man, that the policeman that killed him they both worked moonlighting at the same bar. George Floyd worked inside this bar, and the cop that killed him was a uh, security outside the bar. So they knew of each other. So was there something personal? Then someone floats a story that this is a false flag incident to create all this panic, all this rioting, all this strife. 
the way they explained it, four policemen with one man, black man handcuffed, three white, one Asian policeman, one black man handcuffed, not resisting. Some said he was in the car and they pulled him out of the car. Some said they just had him on the ground. They put him on the ground. The taping of the incident was 10 minutes long. The policeman had his knee on the guy's neck for eight minutes, cutting off his blood and air supply. The guy's saying, I can't breathe. You can see the policeman is just grinding his knee down on him. He is trying to hurt him. It looks like he is trying to kill him. That's second degree murder. I think they went third degree murder charge because it'd be easier to get the uh, charge stuck to prosecute a third degree murder, be successful of it. There's another word, but I'm not a lawyer. They could get the charge to stick with third degree because he killed him. First degree, you planned to kill him. Second degree, whoa, what's this? And you killed him. Third degree, you accidentally killed somebody. Manslaughter. I think second degree, but they're, but it might be hard to prove it. So the, they, the taping was precise. They had the guy down on the ground behind a cop car. On the cop car tag, it says police. Do they all say that? It's just weird. No one was calling for backup. No one was calling for an ambulance. They just plainly stood around while one killed the other. And here we are three nights later, and the inner cities of the United States have gone mad. Now, why would they stage a murder like that? Why would someone do that? They did it in a Democrat city run by Democrats. That's one reason why I don't think it's staged. I would have thought they'd have gone in to a red state and done something like that. That would have been optimal. But maybe they wouldn't have had control of the police like they do in a blue state where they have control of the police and they can get a guy to do that. But what we have as far as this conspiracy theory is bringing down a, a rogue president. And the reason I say Trump is rogue is he's not an inner D.C. beltway insider like the Democrats and Republicans all have in in the government, in Congress, even in the even in the uh, uh, Supreme Court. You know, they all are wings of the same animal, as they say. Wings of the same bird, whatever. But Trump is a businessman, entrepreneur. He gets in there and he's trying to drain the swamp. The Republicans didn't like it, but they're working with them because they know if they don't, they're going to get voted out by their constituents. The Democrats are just lockstep, goose step. He's the devil. He's bad. Well, he's donating his paycheck every time he gets one from the government. For, from his position. He has brought our economy back from 1.5% GDP as the new norm from Obama when our economy was in stagflation at best, crippled from awful policies. All our trade deals benefited the countries we were trading with or in business with. Trump reverses all this in our country. Wages are going up. Businesses are expanding. People who save money and invest it, their investments are growing. The economy was a steamroller. And then 
the coronavirus hit and nearly knocked the legs off the table. But because it was so strong, we fought through it and we're pulling out the other side of it and we're already getting good news on the economy for the next quarter and the following. Way better than what we thought we would have. We're going to be all right. So conspiracy theorists think it's another false flag that's manufactured to cause strife because blacks are going and Mexicans, Mexican-Americans or Latinos are going conservative because the business policies, the economics are proven successful and they're working and they're making money and their their way of life is improving. And the Democrats don't have a plan. They're not doing anything, not a good plan. They have plans of tearing down a successful president. It's just bald-faced fact. I mean, what have they done in four years? What have Democrats done? I'm not talking about the voters. I'm not talking about the people. I have plenty of Democrat friends. I love y'all. I doubt you listen to my show. I doubt you follow me on Facebook. The moderate ones do. I follow y'all. I don't cut people out because of their politics. I'm a libertarian. I'm a social liberal. I'm a conservative economist. Horror. I'm an economic conservative because that model works. Watch Hong Kong and China. Communist China just took over Hong Kong. Hong Kong was its own entity and it was a capitalist free enterprise business entity. Highly successful. Just got taken over by communist China. Watch it tank. They will, that country will suck that place dry. It'll be just like the rest of that country. It'll be repressed, controlled, state run, and the wealth will evaporate from those that built up wealth. The government will suck it up and then everybody will be on the government dole. That is socialism, that is communism. It doesn't work for free people. You wanna be a free person? Don't vote for socialism. Don't vote for communism. It's supposed to be trendy in the colleges now. You're out of your freaking mind. Study history. Study Stalin and Lenin and what they did in Russia. Or what Mao Zedong did in China. They starved and killed tens of millions of people. And here we are in the best country in the world and Minneapolis is burning down to the ground and no one's doing anything about it. I would think the federal government will take over tomorrow. Send in troops. Stop the spread of the uh, arson and the looting. Let them protest. Protesters need to stop the rioters. That's what they need to do. They're just, they're angry and they're rightfully angry. But you don't burn down a mom and pop business. I've preached, I've preached, and I've preached. I've preached damn near an hour, 47 minutes and a half. So I'm going to cut it. I'm glad I live in the country. I can walk outside, nothing's on fire except the fireflies, but I can go outside any day of the week, see birds. I got birds nesting in my garage. I got a garden growing. It is beautiful out here. If someone tries to kick in my door, they're gonna get buckshot in the guts. Because I can protect myself and my family. And I don't want to go steal anything. But I'm older. 
Um, you know, if I was younger, I could see it. You know, these young people, they don't know any better. But you know how you learn? You get arrested for looting. You gotta pay a big ass fine, serve a little time. You'll stop, you'll learn, you'll grow up. Anyway, this is too true to lie. Try, o Oakland's going down now. Oakland, I would not be surprised if Oakland. See, the thing about California is the police are brutal out there. They don't take shit off anybody. LA has always had that, that uh, reputation as abusive cops, tough cops that don't take shit. And Oakland's not any different. I don't know about San Fran. I haven't seen anything from San Fran yet. They just cut the feed from Oakland, so who knows what's going on there. This is going to go on all night long. But uh, if you're outside this country, you know, and you want to come visit us, come visit us. But do a little research. Find out which states are called red states, quote, unquote, red states, and go there. You know, go to smaller, go to the Gulf Coast of Florida or Alabama or Mississippi. Go to Texas. Go to Wyoming. Wyoming's beautiful. But I'd watch out for New York and L.A., Seattle. You know, they're overrated and they're expensive. If you want, go to the South. Come to the South. You want friendliness? You want hospitality? You want excellent food? Come to the South. Peace! National Guard! Smoke from around!